For the Kebiko right here, with me, Lance Harona. Uh, it's a brand new week, uh, the first Monday of the month of April. Pray for a blessed month ahead. But right now it's time. And right now it is time for the keep going. I'm gonna Time check. 33 minutes past 2 p.m. in Accra, Ghana. Where we are coming your way from. Live on www.ganatalkstudio.com. Also live feed, stream on Facebook and on YouTube at Ghana Talks Radio. You know, whenever it's time for this particular show, we come your way with the insight on the issues that affect you, that are relevant to you. When the things go hard. And today is no different because Brother, no, quit, uh, we go. get ready to spend some more money from your pocket Let this go uh, because the government is taking more money from your income oh, we go smack by way of new taxes that have been approved by the parliament as part of the IMF conditionalities uh, before we as a country can secure a three billion dollar Deal with the International Monetary Fund. Uh, so this, but this, this new bills were passed in Parliament over uh, on the 30th of March, I believe. Uh, at midnight, when all Ghanaians were sleeping, they made sure not to fight this time around. So people don't wake up and watch them. Uh, whilst they secretly, the mid of night passed. Uh, some revenue bills. The argument is simply that these are our part of the conditions that the IMF set for us to uh, to do to meet before they can see that we are also serious about getting out of the economic crisis that we are in currently as a country. Now a lot of reactions have been uh, have, uh, people have actually made a lot of reactions to this particular policy of this. People have actually reacted different ways uh, to this particular bill, especially the businesses in Ghana. I've listened to the reaction of Guta President and then some justification that has been made by the Minister of Information right here. We're playing sound bass of it. And then we've just been giving us our two P's or giving you our two P's uh, on the passage of this train revenue bill. But simplicity, what that means is that Ghanaians are going to pay more money in taxes going forward. 
So the question that we are asking is, are you ready as a Ghanaian to pay more money into the coffers of Ghana? The government of Ghana. Would you be so patriotic to pay so much more money? More taxes into the coffers of Ghana? Especially in this hard time. So from wherever you are tuning in across the globe, it's time for the cubicle with Milan Saharuna. I'm looking at the new taxes that has been approved by parliament for the government of Ghana uh, to enable a secure the IMF deal of $3 billion. So take a short break here. And we'll come back to to, uh, to read or to get some more insight on discussion. First, we we'll listen to Guta President, and then we we'll listen to the Minister of Information when we come back after the short break. Yeah. What's up, people? I go by the name Coin Takra. Coin, yeah. And what's the level? Bang, now listen. Time it's Coin Takra. Every Friday on Ghana Talks Radio, 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Some more money with the doubt. I got another segment for you guys. Now listen. It's all about the up and coming round table. You be rapper, you the sing, or you feel say you get talent. You get songs. No, listen. Send your song and picture via round table at ghanatalksradio.com or just WhatsApp us on. 020-254-4614 Up and coming artist run table and now listen every week Biani we go select 10 best artists our judges good day studio best one but we never forget the fans and all on all social media and one our street and so on then go vote we go invite them for studio and we get surprises for the artists what you see so last Friday of every month we go invite the first week second with Ted, we can your D Kangano near the Wama Bass studio, and you get so many prizes for the soldiers. So, up and coming round table. If you be artist, Charlie, just put a song there, you could blow them. One and you call me, I'm a miata. Wabbing, Jajain. So we'll come right back onto the cubicle. Like I said before the break, we'll be looking at what the new taxes that has been passed by the the, the parliament of Ghana. Uh, mind you, the votes were actually what split in the middle, one thirty six or thirty seven in favor of the MPP, the majority in parliament, who are what who are the side of the party in power, the new patriotic party. Now this is actually very simple. But the consequences are not going to be light for a lot of us as Ghana or the honorary Ghana. So Parliament has passed the Excise Bill, a Duty Amendment Bill 2022, the Growth and Sustainability Levy Bill 2022, the Ghana Revenue Authority Bill 2022, and the Income Tax Amendment Bill 2022. The financial bills presented to Parliament by the government seeks to rake in about 4 billion Ghana cities annually as part of domestic revenue mobilization so these particular taxes or these particular bills these taxes that we have to pay are what are part of government's larger scheme of what revenue mobilization as we all know the government is tough of revenue is there's, there's no money in government coffers at this time so any way the government can get money uh they will do to get in one of them is what is by what taxing more 
from Ghanaians. Uh, the bills are also crucial to the aid to aid the government's quest to facilitate the board approval for the three billion International Monetary Fund IMF program staff level agreement. So yes, as I was saying, this particular uh, taxes are just part of the con conditionality. So the first one was the domestic debt exchange, where government had to uh, to 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 raise or to what do you call it. Uh, postpone its debt payment domestically so government had to go into the domestic exchange which which is debt which is uh, creditors domestic creditors where a lot of bondholders had a lot of issue about the arrangement but yes that was done successfully on the part of government so that was one two is now what uh, the revenue bills so basically what that meant was that government apart from saving money from postponing its debt payments or this debt service payment uh, they also had to show that they could raise revenue domestically by what increasing their tax uh revenue from the taxes and this hour these four bills are part of the the program of government to raise domestic domestic revenue yeah and this all are in line with imf conditionalities to what to get a trade billion from imf that we are looking for three billion dollars uh so the minority in parliament earlier communicated its opposition to the bill yes they vote against the bills in parliament but they didn't have the numbers so the bills were passed uh cape coast south lawmaker george rickett hagan ahead of the votes expressed the minority's caucus commitment to resisting the bills as both statement this was passed and it has been done so we are just here to see uh to give a little bit of insight as to how that will affect Ghanaians because uh if the government passes bills or if the government introduces new taxes the only people who pay those taxes are no none other than Ghanaians, especially when they are domestic what uh targeted so just we're going to go and look for some reactions one the one people that are going to suffer more are the middle class and businessmen so the middle class especially the income taxes a lot of Ghanaian workers who are making one ghana city two ghana city a day would have to pay some bit of that money from the income uh, back to government. That's more. If you pay income tax, you have to pay more. So many classes going to suffer a lot. And then businesses. So uh, the businesses, uh, the president of uh, Ghana Union of Traders Association, Guta, has reacted. I want to get his reaction now. Uh, let's hear what he said. Then we we'll also listen to another uh, bit from the Minister of Information explaining what these bills are. And why government actually took that path to pass those bills. Let's listen to the two of them when we come back. We just go straight into our viewpoint on the cubicle. Stay can stay with us. You, it is very unfortunate that parliament has represented themselves. They did not represent the people of Ghana. All the business community have protested against this um, uh, bill, mm. and they've gone ahead, listening to themselves and the interest of their party. And against the generality of Ghanaians, I'm disappointed. The democracy that we are having um, shouldn't be as if it's a democracy of imposition, that they impose their will on us. They represent the people of Ghana. And if these businesses are going to suffer, only three days ago, the uh, Gapoha um, uh, GPHA Congress mm. right. said the port is empty. And what shall we do? To increase the traffic at the port. I said, what else can we do when um, um, levies are high? Cost of doing business in this part is so high. Businesses are collapsing. We are not competitive. In the sub-region, the business that we do, we do not do it in isolation. We do it with 
their neighboring countries. And now we are losing out. We are not attractive at all. November last year, Tama, Yenia budget. I Parliament near so we just heard from the uh, president of Guta who was explaining that this particular uh, bills or taxes passed by government uh, were done without recourse to the sentiments and to the opinions and without consultation with the, the business association in Ghana. Now the reason why they are actually going to complaining is because if office impact on their cost of businesses. So you know that they incur a lot of costs to run their businesses. And these costs include the taxes they are already paying. Now according to the president of Guta, he's saying that if you tax us more, you're actually making us less competitive against our what our counterparts who are in other countries, West African countries, Togo, Benin, Niger, and Co. Because if I have to spend 120000 to do a business, while my colleague or my counterpart in Burkina has to pay 6000 to do that same business, who is getting richer? Who is contributing to the development of his or her economy than who? Obviously, I'm on the losing side because I'm going to make profit and um, yet... And what that also means is that once I'll be making less profit, I'll have to pay more. That's the side of the business. Now, listening to the information minister, Honorable Opon Kojo Opon Kroma, he says that these are no new bills as well as he, these bills were part of the what uh the the budget for that was laid in parliament in November 2022. So these are no new bills or new taxes. But he admits that these are part of the IMF conditionalities. So, like I said, it's just all about what you see. It's all about the government showing that they are also capable of what presenting themselves or itself as well capable of raising domestic revenue. So basically, Ghana is at a point where we don't have money, where the government doesn't have money. So we need to go and get money from IMF. We cannot pay our debts. So IMF said that okay, if you want me to help you, give you three billion dollars. What I have to do is that what you can do for me is that go. And then what? Postpone your debt service payments. Go and what? Go and negotiate with your domestic debt holders that they should give you some space so that you can save some money and raise your what? Your revenue. They've done that with the domestic debt exchange program. Now, let show me that you can actually raise more revenue in your own way. Because if I give you three billion dollars and you cannot raise revenue by yourself, it means that if I give that three billion, what happens is that after you spend that three billion dollars, you're going to come back to me to beg for more money again. So let me know that you can actually what you can. Raise review by yourself, so that's why the government came and what that's actually brought this this taxes. Let me count them. There are four: one, two, three, four. So, 
the government actually came to say, okay, yeah, we can raise the revenue. We can pass the, what, the excise duty amendment bill, the growth and stability levy, the Ghana Revenue Authority uh, bill, and the income tax amendment bill. So the government came to pass those four taxes. Now, one other aspect of this particular IMF conditionalities were dealing with the external uh, creditors, which the minister mentioned that, yeah, uh, the external creditors, they are ready to help us, they are ready to be on board. Uh, China is not ready to help us. Remember, the Minister for Finance was in China just recently to negotiate or to seek support from China to what? To facilitate the process for uh, approving, uh, the, the getting, getting approval from China to, uh, to move on with the IMF deal. That's what uh, he was. So China is still on board now. Paris Club also, they've also been on board since day one. So basically, I was looking for a government that, okay, things are now going good for them in terms of meeting the IMF conditionalities to, uh, to get uh, their staff level agreement for the $3 billion that we are looking for since last year. Uh, that's exciting for if I'm the part of government. Obviously, not exciting if you're a business person in Ghana or if you're what, part of the middle class in Ghana. And also, uh, if you are, it's going to be exciting for you if you are an ordinary Ghanaian who has been paying taxes all your life and yet you cannot find what you cannot find anything tangible to, to point to and say, this is what my taxes has been used for. And that for me is where I'll be basing my conversation today that whenever our politicians mess up, whenever our politicians pour, spend all our monies, whenever our politicians put us in dire situations, the only recourse that comes there is to tax the poor man more and more. And that's something that, for me, I'll take the small time here to just to talk about. Now, even let's start from the point of the businesses and how that will affect the, the poor, the poor Ghanaian. If you increase taxes on businesses, you are actually increasing the cost of doing business. Now, these businesses are already suffering. Inflation had actually put their businesses to a point that some of them were very very unsustainable so some of them have to close down what that happened made what that caused was that it made doing business very expensive so if you're going to do business very expensive you have to put in more money that means that your prices of what of goods you're selling what you are now offering your services and your goods will now be more expensive than they used to be and who wants uh, who should who buy them the owner Ghanaian has to buy them that means that Prices of goods and services will increase. Just directly by increasing the tax on business, it means that directly they want to offload that burden onto the customers, the consumers, and we are the consumers. So that means that we will have to pay more for the goods that we are already buying at high prices now. So first consequence of this bill or these taxes is just high cost of living or increment in goods and services. We are already paying more for goods. That's the one that is guaranteed. That's one. Now, that also means that businesses are not, are not going to be able to expand because they don't have the capital to expand their businesses. They're just sustaining their businesses. So, what that means is that there's going to be, the private sector is not going to be able to employ people. So, as young people are so complaining that there are not jobs in the system, the private sector is more likely not to employ people because they don't also have the capital to what expand expand their businesses. So that means that there's going to be more unemployment just as a consequence of these particular taxes that the government has introduced. And this I'm just trying to look at it from the angle of the poor person or the ordinary Ghanaian. So first of all, 
there's going to be increase in what prices of goods and services second there's going to be more unemployment because businesses may have to close down and then business may not have to may not be able to what uh, expand or to employ more people now what does the politician get to pay almost zero then that's what bothers a lot of Ghanaians that whenever you sit down and stop our money whenever you spend our money as part whenever you uh, make a mess of Ghana's money the only people who get to suffer more are the poor people who are already suffering before this three billion dollar will come the number of people the percentage people will hold in that particular three billion is not going to be small because politicians and people have their percentages from this particular dribbling. But the constant is that the poor Ghanaian is the one going to keep on paying more and more and more. Now, what is our state right now as Ghanaians? We are struggling to afford the basic necessities of life. Just recently, uh, communication, telecommunication networks are increasing their tariffs. Their airtime data is all becoming more expensive. Just recently, banks are now increasing their tariffs. So even working in banks, doing your services at the bank is now more expensive than it used to be. Four. Just this morning, we had news that oh, four reduced this yesterday. Now there's another news coming in that four is going to likely to increase again. I don't even know who is speaking the truth right now. So we are still battling with four because four is still high, no matter what, whether it's increased, uh, decrease or not. Four prices are still high. Now you've got to use the fact that oh, all these things are high, food is expensive, everything is becoming more expensive, lights, water, everything more expensive. We are not getting used to standard. You have to pay more to, to get the little. Let us be that way. But no, the government feels that no, it has to raise revenue. So the only thing it can do is to come back and tax us more and more and more. Now as a as an owner Ghana who pays taxes, are you able to point to are you able to point to any facet of Ghana's life that shows that our taxes are being used uh, in a good way? When E-Level was about to be passed, a lot of the opposition that it received, one of the main arguments against E-Level was that we don't know what you are doing with the taxes. We don't know what you are doing with the taxes. You create more taxes, but we don't see them. You say you are building schools. We don't see the schools. We say you are building roads. We don't see the roads. Our hospitals are poor. Our roads, infrastructure, they are not just for the people, the boys. Right? So there has been that complaint, that opposition, that argument. And this real, it is true. It's actually true that if you go, our schools are dilapidated. We're going to see our school buildings. That you cannot, we cannot feed students, children in schools. So all these problems we are all going through as a country. Yet we still pay taxes. And we, we don't see any changes. But you start coming to, uh, back to us and tell us that we need to raise more money, raise more, pay more taxes. And that's what Ghanaians are not understanding. So the big question is that when would there be relief at all for Ghanaians, for the ordinary Ghanaians, so that at least the private person in Ghana can just get up, plan his or her life, start a business, and they at least prosper more. It looks like it's going to be very, very difficult for even for 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 the for even rich people who are who actually have businesses that they are running for a while a while to actually sustain them not talk of the poor man who is going doing left and right to find food to eat so basically what i'm just trying to say these new taxes are going to be burdensome on the ordinary Ghanaian. they are going to be very very burdensome on the ordinary Ghanaian in the sense that uh it's going to raise the cost of living 
one is going to take away savings of people because you have to pay more from your income so income tax are increased you have to pay more so that means that if you are saving thousand Ghana cities now you may have to save five hundred uh, seven hundred Ghana cities because you have to pay some new taxes it just doesn't like it doesn't help you you know no way so these bills will make him what will make Ghanaians poorer that one is a fact now that's the side of the ordinary guardian now we have to look at what would the what guys got what what guarantee does the government of Ghana have in the fact that okay yes so you are not we are going to make more four billion Ghana cities each year from these revenues is good uh you are going to secure the IMF deal that's also good at what point does the government feel that these policies these bills this IMF deal at what point does the government feel like it is necessary or it will help alleviate Ghanaians from poverty four billion a year three billion over three years that's basically combined that's like uh 3.5 or 4 billion us dollars like i think that that 4 billion us dollars is going to save Ghanaians forever so at what point does that cycle end where we have to what spend our monies waste our resources then go back to imf come back and tax more more from the ordinary Ghanaian, put them in more hardship take the money from imf spend it again go back when does that cycle break so that Ghanaians can actually have relief Ghanaians can actually feel that they are a part of a system that will help them prosper when and when and when will their relief come for Ghana? that's the question that we keep asking on the show on the cable i want to take a shot but when we come back we'll continue our discussion uh right here on the cable so you can stay with me i'm still live on Ghana talk show with me and so we'll be right back after the short break here yeah. Ghana Talks Radio, I will UK, a British memo, and a film on Ghana Muha at the sound system, which is spinning machine, papa, pa, every man, and never be good among Ghana Muha. It is a we a year, we engagement, we wedding, we birthday party, political parties are more rally, some we are sorry, a more crusade. So we we'll carnival or any kind of event. Now we'll pay spinning machine, papa pa a boa sound in the mu at the dia and you may come for GTR sounds at the MO. Your live band and so I will tone sa at the friend ya beat me ababa boa ama ujume dia woody and so at me aye come up. Yawa and kind pupuni mantemo anya aponchi hotel a hope pepe and a ye butu udian se ube fre and penny four a was zero five four six nine six zero five one zero GTR sounds a more de angaza. So welcome right back to the show to the cubicle live on Ghana Talks Radio. Uh before the break, we just try to give perspective on how these particular new taxes will affect Ghanaians, the businesses or Ghanaian businesses, the middle class in Ghana, and now uh, the perspective of the government looking forward to receiving more money from Ghana and from I from Ghanaians and from the IMF. Now we're trying to look at how would that those monies be used prud- uh, what prudently, like how this uh, 
help us. But we seem to be like, so in the what? Never any cycle of what? Taxing, uh, more taxation, more taxation, more taxation, more taxation. That before the bills were passed, something interesting happened in Poland. I just want us to turn our attention to that bit too. <laughs> Where? That's what they like. These are all politicians. Uh, they don't. Ah! You know the numbers in Parliament are actually like 136, 137. No, 137, 137, right? And then they have one minor, uh, one independent uh, MP who sides with the MPP. So what happened was that there was an MP of MPP, Tolong. It was a Nantong minister, uh, MP, who actually had got involved in an accident and still got the relief or the, the, the enthusiasm, the motivation to go and what be part of the numbers to make sure that that bill was actually passed now we don't know the severity of the accident you may have gotten to uh, got into an accident but may not receive it but just the idea of there's the idea of pushing or just the idea of like persisting that persistence that you have to put in that kind of anything that you have to put into what to not take to not even care of your own health at that point and prioritize going to vote to pass new taxes to so tell you that was is either the government does not have any other option or and i think that is it because for me personally i'm, I'm just looking like so if 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 we're not going to go to imf could is there a way government could have what could have actually taken us out of this mess and from the way government is behaving, it looks like they, there's no plan B. That like there's actually no plan B that government can actually make use of. In the sense that if you don't get a straight blame from IMF, there is no way the MPP government today can what take Ghanaians out of the situation that they cause for us. And that's very terrifying. And even that's not and what is even more terrifying for me is that. Not just the MPP that they can do not have an option. Now the idea is that what would the NDC also bring on board? Even if that, <laughs> that's the big, bigger question. Now it looks like there's no plan B for the government. Like the IMF deal has to be had at all costs. So that means that if you don't get the IMF deal, we are going to be in more mess. Remember the president said that by the end of March you have to well, we'll get the IMF well the established agreement. March has ended. We still don't have the agreement. That's not the point. The point is that it looks as if this IMF deal, the three billion dollars, is the only plan A and plan B to Z of the government, such that without that particular deal, the government will never will not be able to what to survive or to what maintain uh, a, a healthy or a stable economy or at least a, an economy that can what support its, its citizens. You know, before default, defaulted, so we are now going if without this particular IMF, we're going to default. We are going to go back, go into into the stone ages as as a group as a as a country that's scary because what are the alternatives available to this government one and also even to any potential government or the opposition mpp ndc it, it looks like there's no there's no there are no ideas today there was a very interesting hashtag trending on twitter i know ndc people have heard that hashtag so that one they will just attribute it to the NDC, uh, from taxation to taxation. Now, this the, what is interesting about this is that it, it looks like for any country to be able to develop, you must take charge of your own industry. You must be able to develop your own industry. 
your industry, your 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 what do you call it? Industrialization is very very key. So Germany, they make cars. They don't play with that. Uh, Russia, they sell their gas. Uh, United States, they do their military arms. Um, they, they sell their military might, right? Every country has something that they can what, boast of that they sell that they used to what to bargain on the international front to what to raise to to bring in more money to their countries. So it means that you have to take advantage of what you what you have to be able to what to to negotiate to bargain to raise. Uh, if you go to the Middle East, the the oil countries, they are making money out of out of the oils big time. They are growing these industries. They are making sure that. If I want to make a statement on the international world in terms of economy, I have to what to have this industry that is what that no one can beat. You have to grow your industries. Come back to Africa, come back to Ghana. You see that lots of African countries we lack that particular drive, that industry. We don't have we don't have that framework, that particular robustness of our industries to what to actually compete or to even do little for us. Our citizens, and that's very, very like actually very, very uh, what do you call it? This debilitating, like, actually makes you feel bad, bro, as, as an African, in a way. Because let's just assume that we didn't have access to IMF that three billion, let's just assume that we didn't have any access to what could you have done differently? That's the question. What could Ghana have could, could, could we as a country do differently? Uh, our industries production what can we produce so we have our agri sector our cocoa number one we have our other resources including our gold bauxite diamond we have our timber we have oil we have the human resource Ghanaians are very endowed with capabilities we have our human resource even though our education system is not correct but at least we still have bright people who can what, take charge of institutions and make them what profitable and grow we have successful businessmen so we, we don't lack natural resources and we also are like human resources as a country and the big question is that why are we not able to translate all these resources into something meaningful for us as a group of people in, in the, within the territory of ghana like it doesn't it doesn't sit well with a lot of us that so we have all these and we're not able to make anything out of them why now the reason why ndc was pushing this taxation to taxation uh, trade on, on on twitter is because before the mpp came into power they actually made promises that they want to what drive industrialization in Ghana, especially through the one district, one factory what policy. And the current vice president, Dr. Mahmoud Bahamia, spoke a lot, criticized the government a lot, President Mahmoud's government a lot, what, for borrowing and for doing more or imposing more taxes on Ghanaians. And that's why I'm actually being scared that the MPP criticized the NDC, the previous NDC's government for lack of innovation when it came to production industrialization now and also when they went to the imf now you come in and you also don't have an alternative apart from borrowing taxation and then no no industri industrialization to what to be able to sustain your economy now both ndc and mpp have all done the same thing they are all capable of the same thing what shows that any of these parties has what it takes to bring an alternative to have an alternative way of what improving the life of Ghanaians. that's it's very very scary and for me it's not as if we yes these taxes will burden Ghanaians in the short term going forward 
but the real bigger problem is that there's no actual or there's no alternative that we are seeing anywhere either from mpp or ndc right now we have members of big wigs in the parties campaigning for for better uh, aspirants in the ndc former president Ma malcolm Nadu for is there in the mpp you have dr mahmoud Baumia. we have uh, the vice president we also have former minister of trade alan chairman then okotoa say they all want to be presidents now the big question is that you all have all gone to imf you've all done more taxation you've not done uh production industrialization what shows that when you, any of you become president this is going to change in the country what shows that you're going to be able to break that cycle and that's actually worrying uh, for us as Ghanaians that our leaders don't seem to have that particular initiative that innovation to what uh to pro to to so to grow our economy meanwhile we are never what uh we are not uh denied of any resources that we need to grow as a country it's a shame it's a really big shape and the bigger problem is that is the honor Ghanaian who will suffer more and more and more we are going to suffer more and more and more uh this is where i'll bring my conversation to an end on the cubicle uh we've had a very uh, very very short discussion but it says the government has more taxes on board these taxes will definitely what affect businesses will affect the uh, individual citizens businesses will not be able to grow businesses cannot employ the cost of uh, goods will increase and services will increase obviously but in the long long run we will not be able to break the cycle of continuous taxation 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 and then more Ghanaians will still be what in poverty uh, this has been the chemical with me, Lansa Haruna. Uh, I've been held down here by DJ Kuberich. Uh, tomorrow, 2 30 p.m., the same time, we'll come away with another edition of the chemical. Until then, continue to enjoy our programs live on www.ganatosreal.com. You can also download our GTR app on all app stores to continue to enjoy our entertainment and receive all updates as quick as they come in. Until tomorrow, stay and stay enjoy all the rest of, the rest of our programs. Bye bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Ecstatic made it. Yeah.